The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Tons of people take a multivitamin. Me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. OTAs, baby! Chris Olave and Honey Badger look amazing. Jameis might need to take a trip to Europe with me for some of that special goat blood, get it injected into his knee. Besides that, things look great. Saints look like a 15-2 and two juggernaut. Thomas, hit that intro. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie, Andrew, and Dave. All right, I got uh, a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you what. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the... Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. Try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Hey, Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. You piece of shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, huh? You gotta get cut people down all the time? Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shooter out. <laughs> oh! Right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We're struggling right off the jump. We are live on Twitch. If you aren't, follow us on Twitch and remember to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour wherever you get your podcasts. Also, become an annual patron. 
at patreon.com slash saints happy hour to get the best saints podcast every day and get a month two months for free by the way you got two more days to become an annual patron at the 12 dollar level so you can get the smoke monday every day t-shirt uh do it before you run out of time when i fly off to gay paris if you're not signed up at the 12 dollar annual level you can't get the shirt so just do it by the way, I want to thank – we got lots of new subscribers on Patreon. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Thanks to Jeffrey for t- and Tommy for signing up. Thanks to Jacob in Canada and George for upgrading to $12 annual level. They're getting their Smoke Monday T-shirt before training camp. And thanks to Budridge. Right before the show started, he signed up for nine freaking months on Prime. <laughs> Way to go, Butterich. We love you. And did Making you know, it rain. Like, like Butterich, did you know you can support the show free every month uh, if you use Amazon Prime? And practically the whole world has Amazon Prime. All you have to do is go to twitch.tv slash Saints Happy Hour and type exclamation point sub in the chat. It's really that easy. Thomas even made a step-by-step instructional manual for you. So you go ahead and do it. Even if you're listening to the audio version of the show, you can click on the link and click on the instructions. Boom, it'll take you two minutes. You're done. And by the way, you can do it every month. It's not just a one-time thing. Uh, it's a way to support the show, and it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, before the show, you guys said you had no alcohol. I'm drinking the champagne of beers. Uh, Andrew, you're raiding your, your in-law's liquor cabinet. What did you find to drink? Yeah, so I'm actually disappointed that Dave's not here today, so he he could he could uh, not turn his nose up at what I was able to find. But and I hope my in laws aren't going to get mad at me. But I was able to find this Appleton Estate rum, Ooh, Jamaican rum, and uh, so I I opened it. It was unopened, so I just opened it, and hopefully no one gets mad at me. But this is what I could find. So actually, it's pretty good. Is your father in law going to be like, who is? drinking my rum. I think as long as I don't touch his red wine, I think we're good. We're good. Kevin, <laughs> you, you have no booze in your house. You're, you're currently a dry county in the in the held, held estate. Yeah, I mean, this is my – that's the bottle that I finished last week. Uh, and, you know, obviously I'm lazy, so I haven't uh, taken it out to recycling. So My, yeah. my, option, my options were this or amaretto. So before the show, I was asking you guys, like, can you can you even drink amaretto without something else like on its own? Eh, no, really I might try that next. Not really. <laughs> I mean, can that's never like go wrong. Just, you like sip on a shot, right? It's like a yeah. DJ you never go yeah. wrong with the high life, though. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so yeah. sure, it's nothing but dudes running around in shorts. But Chris Olave looked amazing. Honey Badger wearing number thirty-two. Damn right. Jameis's knee. He looked like me kind of walking around. I'm not going to lie. He was limping pretty bad. Uh, But it's OTAs, and we want to be excited. Um, Thomas has the video. Uh, Andrew, the OTAs, uh, they had some some things that we'll talk about in in, in a couple of segments of the UDFA Sundraft. Some UDFAs looking good. But, like, what's your main takeaway from OTAs that we had this weekend? Well, first of all, I just want to say I can't believe my internet hasn't crapped out already. I'm in a situation where I'm, I'm at my in-laws in Baton Rouge, and it's nice I've been trying – the whole pre-show, I've been trying to find a pocket where there's internet in a room, <laughs> and I found this room, which is actually the laundry room, 
there's cat food on the counter right next to me, which I, I'm, t- I'm getting wafts of every five seconds. Oh, that's the lighting in here is terrible, but this might be the pocket of internet. So, so far, so good. I don't have my Yeti mic, so I'm talking through my AirPods. So this is, this is all makeshift apologies in advance, but, uh, you know, OTAs look at a lot of guys aren't there. Um, I don't think there's, there's not live tackling, not a whole lot to take out of it, but you mentioned Jameis and I, I would start there. Kudos to him. I th- this is it. We've got an Amex platinum pro on our hands. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. I think he understands the moment. He understands the importance of little stuff like Jarvis Landry and Olave, who he's never played with before, getting used to how the ball comes out of his hand and him getting used to how they come out of their breaks. Mm-hmm. And it's that little stuff with chemistry where clearly he's not a hundred percent. I think a lot of quarterbacks probably would sit that OTA out, but Jameis is like, no, you know what? This is important. I need to be out there. So yeah, I'm going to be limping around. I'm not ready to run and play football, but I need to be getting these reps in and kudos to him for that. Ke- Kevin, you told me not to throw it to you because you don't know anything about OTAs. But I have Correct. a real, but I have a real important football question for you. Did Teron Matthew did he pick the right number with thirty two? Go on ahead and educate me. What's the significance of thirty two? I don't know. Like I'm asking you, do you like the number thirty two? Did you want him to have a sink? Because remember now you can have single digits now. So should he have gone like matter. single it's digit? Gonna, it's still going to be it's still going to be one of the top selling jerseys on the team. It, oh, no doubt about it. Like it's easily going to be top three, arguably top two. He should have, Andrew. He should have paid Taysom like a hundred grand and got number seven. Right? You you feel better about his jersey than Jarvis Landry between the two? If you could only get one, you would you get Matthews? Ooh, that's a good question. I think could I, he still change? Could he still change thirty two to seven? Yes, between he, now and okay. yes. Well, I, I think it's unlikely he would get seven because Taysom Hill has that, but. Yes, he could but, change. I mean, if, they, if they could reach a deal, he could feasibly get number seven. Yes. If, okay. In theory. If I was going to get one jersey, I would get Honey Badger because unless you're going to go like Chinese knockoff, super cheap version of the jersey, if you're going to go like 
medium price, which is like 70 or even in the nicer version of like 120 or like real Jersey, which is a couple hundred bucks. I think you got to go honey badger. Cause at least with honey badger, if he plays well, you're pretty certain he's going to be on the team because he signed a multi-year deal. No matter how good Jarvis Landry is, the this likelihood is he's like a one-year like rental slash temporary player for the Saints. So I don't know that I, as much as I love him, that I'd be willing to invest in a bit in in the jersey for Jarvis Landry. The Chinese knockoff, yes, but a, but a good quality one, maybe not so much. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think I'd also you know you, we're seeing these video highlights right now. If if you're just listening. Thomas put together some Tremendous great highlights. Brian, and, but I, and, you know, I will say another big takeaway is Alave just looks silky smooth. And I, yeah, I was reading some comments that uh, Jeff Ireland said about him and just talking to some people that were at this camp at this OTA. And it's interesting how the comparison that I heard was to Camara, And in the sense that Alave, it never seems like he's running that fast. But he has four three speed, so we know he's blazing fast. But it's kind of effortless. He's just really, really smooth in and out of his breaks, and so it kind of feels like he's never really trying to run that hard. But he's separating from the other guys, so it's, it's kind of like Kamara. You know, when you watch him run, it seems like he's not really trying his hardest, but like somehow like the other guys can catch up to him. Yeah, like Kamara always looks like he's running, even when he like. And he runs a breakaway, however long a touchdown. The, the 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 one that always sticks to mind was the Giants one, where he in twenty what was it twenty eighteen, where he ran up the tunnel after yeah. he he clinched it. It looked like he, he was he's running, he was running fast, but it's like you know, I'm really running eighty percent because I don't have to run a hundred percent because you people can't catch me when I run at three quarter speed. And you're saying that's what Olave is going to look like. I think there's a chance he might be even better than we think. Um, wow. So I'm I'm excited about a lot of it. Well, here, um, yeah. Here's the thing, Kevin. With with the draft is we know that listen, the receivers for NFL they they come into the league they've been good, but like all these first round receivers, like 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 um, you know Drake London and what was the other USC guy? I forget his name. Wilson that the Jets no that's the quarterback for the Jets right what who was the who was the receiver that they picked um and then he was from Ohio State right I'm I'm drawing a blank maybe something Garrett like Wilson Garrett Wilson Garrett Wilson yeah. yeah so they picked Garrett Wilson and then the Saints picked them you know Saints picked Olave the 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 Redskins picked the guy from uh Penn State Commanders Commanders sorry uh the Commies we know that like one of one or two of these guys Kevin is going to Busterino, right? So oh, easily. Uh, so to me, the thing that I took from the mini camp that got me excited was like Andrew said that that they said that he 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 seems really fast. But with the Saints, when you look when you look at mini camp in general, like besides a guy getting a catastrophic injury, which it happens, you know. Remember, there was that there was that receiver that got the cadaver ACL, Chase Lyman. Remember him? He was a Hazlitt pick. He ran like a four three, and he his 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 cadaver ligament in his knee blew up, and he never played it down for a Saint. He got injured at a mini camp. But besides that, Kevin, the main thing that I take away from this mini camp is that our UDFA Sun draft board is completely changed. 
I got nuggets of information from people. I had sources. I was scouring the Twitters, looking at every single nugget that I that we could find. And let me tell you something. It's chaos on the big board. We got we got all kinds of things. Of course, Smoke Monday is still number one. But Dave, if he doesn't, uh, I don't know what the word would be, close the trade. If he doesn't get the paperwork in and get to Olive Garden, that could fall through. Um, but I look at this big board. Kevin Kroll, I I heard very positive things. I think I think me and you are going to get to do our crawl memes and jokes all year long. I'm feeling really good about Lucas Crawl. Looking forward to it. I'm, I'm pretty sure 13 and 14 on this board. Jack, Jack Kerner, the safety, and DeBlanco, the linebacker, Joel DeBlanco. I, I believe they're both no longer on the team. Just FYI. So, Kevin, make sure you pick one of those. Oh, well, that's good news for Sage Doxtator. But... <laughs> But listen, you know he's moving on up. As yeah, far, wait a minute, wait. Daniel Daniel Whelan is is at number two. The that's the punter is he really? Is, I, I feel like that's got to be your guy, right, Kevin? He's <laughs> Irish. That's why he's, he's number Irish. two, man. He's I, He's Irish for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, listen, man. I I I think if crawl, I really I think if crawls there, you know, I gotta get him. That's your guy. I got to get him. Now, unless, of course, unless, of course, Dave screws up and doesn't go to uh, Olave Garden, then then I will take Smoke Monday just to rub it in Dave's face. Well, do we have the order here? What's the order? Well, the draft order is Kevin, then Thomas, Thomas, then then me, then then Dave. than oh, yeah. you because yeah, you yeah, won, yeah. so you pick last. So D- Dave, Dave would be in fact trading with Kevin and moving from four to one. That's right. So Kevin would then pick fourth. Yeah. So I, I feel like though this UDFA, like a lot of times in the last couple of years, the, the UDFAs they've fallen out, and it hasn't really been that competitive. Let's be honest, because the, the classes weren't that great. I feel like this year, Andrew Smoke Monday. Crawl, uh, Abram Smith. That's three really good guys that can that I see having very clear paths to the roster. Um, yeah, Shahid. You say he doesn't have a path to the roster because wide receivers loaded, but all he has to do is run a punt back during training camp in a game, mm-hmm. and he has a real solid shot. That's four. So. I think this group of this group of UDFAs is really, really deep, and this this draft is going to be fun. And this year, this this fun comp- competition that we have, which, by the way, people ask me, "How did you think of this, Ralph?" And I, I thought of this one day because it annoyed me that people in the media would do victory laps about, I told you about that UDFA, when really what they do is they name like seven guys. They're like, I like that guy. I told you. So I was like, no, no, you got to pick one guy and ride with that guy. You can't list seven UDFAs that you like and then take credit when one of them makes the roster. So I was like, let's do a freaking draft. And that's, that's your guy. And you got to ride with them. So that's how the UDFA draft uh, was born, and it is one of our most favorite 
things that we've done. It's, it's probably like my, my besides besides stumbling into Thomas and hiring him. It's probably like top three favorite uh, things that I've ever. Created well, you know, the more I think about it, we're kind of getting we're all getting something out of this trade. So I don't think Kevin should drop from one to four. It should be Dave just goes to one. I can give you my spot. Everyone's Kevin. everyone <laughs> slides back a spot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Kevin's at two, Thomas is at three, Ralph's at four, and I'm at five. Everyone just slides back one to accommodate the trade. Yeah. I, think, I think that's how we do it. That stinks because that means I'm I'm gonna I mean I wouldn't I would <laughs> You're a scholar and a gentleman, Juge. I don't care what Dave says. <laughs> Dave could go off the reservation picking though. He might go like Schweiger or something. Like Dave could go something weird. Um, oh, you're, you're thinking of Mar- where he gets the first pick, and it's like a Mario Edwards situation. You're that a, would be or a Mario twist. Yeah, he's taking Smoke Monday, and out of nowhere, he no, takes nowhere he, he does something crazy. He's the one thing I will ramp, say. Yeah. Number 10 on the big board, John Parker Romo. He sounds like a serial killer. He's a kicker, but he sounds like he puts people in freezers. I'm, so that makes me tempted to take him because that means yeah. he'll, do, he'll do anything to make the team. All he needs is another Will Lutz injury. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. If I'm Will Lutz, I'm taking out uh, – I'm increasing my insurance coverage. Um, and by the way – one last thing on, on OTAs and minicamp is is uh, Florio from PFT. He's ridiculous. He's like, Jameis is going yeah. around with a limp. Maybe the Saints will look at Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, what is that? I mean, Jameis Winston, his knee could fall off tonight. We could do breaking news tomorrow, and I guarantee you the Saints are not going to trade for Baker Mayfield. They might not ride with Andy Dalton and they might go get Garoppolo when San Francisco would cut them, but they are not trading for Baker Mayfield. I guarantee that. There is no, there is no way. And I just don't want Kevin in his fragile, now his, his, his dating situation is rocky. I don't want Kevin to be in even a more fragile state, the Saints giving away more future picks for Baker Mayfield? That would be bad, Kevin. Would that make your summer yeah, even would, worse? That would be ruinous. <laughs> ruinous. Mm. No, but um, the, the chat's interesting. October Riss says, I'm going Abram Smith. Andrew, how legitimate is his path to the roster, you think, for, for O? For, right for now, pretty team. legitimate because really Tony Jones Jr. is who he has to beat out to make the team. So, yeah, I, I would say when you consider what Tony Jones Jr. did last Kevin's year, son. which was not much. Yeah, Kevin's, Kevin's former UDFA pick, by the way. Only- um, I, I think he has a legitimate shot. Um, it was interesting to hear Jeff Ireland talk about him, read about that. He really likes what he gives the Saints on first and second down uh, as an interior runner which is kind of what Ingram does. But if Kamara gets suspended, to me, it's kind of like they want maybe someone that's a little bit more dynamic catching the football. So that would be interesting to see, uh, you know, and, and I do think at some point maybe they go look outside the building if and when the shoe drops on something like that. But otherwise, I think he just has to beat out Tony Jones Jr. Whenever, you, whenever Tony Jones Jr. name come up, comes up, Kevin, the only thing I think of is in 2020 – the Saints finished the season against Carolina and Kamara was suspended and Carolina's defense was 
dog poop and your UDFA son was about to run for a buck 50 and three tutties and he got injured and then they put in Ty Montgomery and he ran for a buck 20. Didn't he run for like a buck 20 in a, yes. in a touchdown? Yep. So I always feel like that. And, and, and because of that, I think Andrew ended up being the winner and that always Makes me mad. Dave, I, no, Dave won with Dave, Malcolm. Oh, Roach. Well, because of Malcolm Roach. Yeah, that Dave's even more uns, insufferable about winning than you. So I was, I felt bad for Kevin because Kevin, because we made fun of Kevin when he picked Tony Jones Jr. and he was so close to getting it. Um, the story of my life. I make, I make good decisions. They just don't pan out. <laughs> the, pro, the 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 thought process was correct. The luck was bad. Um, I like the uh, Lucas Crawl fathead on your wall. I got Lucas. I got the Lucas Crawl fathead. I got the actual crawl, the crawl uh, disc with the knives fathead. Yeah, and I'll I'll have more. If crawl makes the team and catches even like one pass, this whole podcast is just going to be me and Kevin making crawl memes, jokes, references. We're going to drive away 90% of the audience with, with 80s. Or we'll inspire them to watch a classic from the early 80s. I don't know. <sighs> People were like, because I, I did, the, they had the crawl, the, the little, the, the intro to the movie where it spells out crawl in letters and the, and the thing spins in and people in my mentions are like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, that's the, one of the great movies of the 1980s. And by the way, not that this is a this is a Saints movie, this is a Saints podcast, but I will say, if you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, it's very good. You should see it at the theater. Uh, it's well worth like your 10 bucks I went today. Uh, it was it was delightful. Yeah, I really want to see it. So uh, without spoiling it, Val Kilmer is in the movie, I hear. Can can he speak? Barely. A little bit that I got emotional, he, but, he speaks, when I, but he speaks in the movie, right? He speaks, he, he speaks in the movie. Wow. Uh, I got a little emotional when the Iceman came on the screen and I, I, I said, and this isn't a spoiler, but I will say like the thing that, cause this movie is better than the first movie. Cause the first movie, even if you love Top Gun, it's kind of not that good. Let's be real. Uh, but the thing that would have made this Top Gun movie amazing, Kevin is if Val Kilmer was in full health and we could have got maximum Val Kilmer as the antagonist to Tom Cruise. I think this movie could, could have been like an all time classic, but Val Kilmer, he's not in good health. It was great to see him. I got a little emotional seeing him, but put three, four, three out of four stars, go see Top Gun Maverick. It's, 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 it's a fun, it's a fun flick. Nice. We're off the, we know it's, we know, we know we're off the rails and deep in the off season when we're doing movie reviews and we're not even 25 minutes in. Tons of people take a multivitamin, me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient 
daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. So, speaking of the off season, one of the one of the golden rules of this podcast, Andrew, that we've developed over the decade plus, is that once you get to June, if you have Saints news, it's bad news. So I am in a state of panic because while I'm on my wife's dream vacation to Paris, France. I'm scared that the Saints are going to have some sort of massive breaking news. And it's going to be what the? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dock his pay. <laughs> that, is a, that is horrific. That For is those of you listening, it's Ralph in Paris next to the Eiffel Tower. And he's saying, how's my audio, Andrew? It's a dumpster next <laughs> to the Eiffel Tower. Are you wearing that beret? I'm no, wearing, no, he's got his hat on. He I just has a hat, hat on. on. Like you look like you look like Tony uh, for the wrestling fans listening to this. You look like Tony Khan in that Photoshop during <laughs> why a, is uh, a. Why is there a Falcons drape behind you? It's, a it's all because it's a dumpster. It's the it's dumpster. dumpster. <laughs> Get no, behind okay. a dumpster at the Eiffel <laughs> Tower. That is wrong <laughs> of you. Uh, so, <laughs> what? Like Ralph, like snooping on a like. I'm a, uh, is the woman supposed to yeah, be your wife? I don't. Where is yeah. Sally? In this, yeah. That's not his wife. To be yeah. I've, met her, I've met her many times. That's not her. That's not her. And why That's am I wearing? Wife? A, oh, Ralph, you're hiding something three, from us. I guess I'm next to a dumpster wearing a three-piece suit. Which <laughs> Ralph, I won't too. tell your wife, Ralph. <laughs> but yeah. What's the time difference in France, Andrew? Is it like six or seven hours? Depends on. Uh, yeah, it depends on seven that. Seven saving, but usually six or seven. It's the same time zone as Poland. So, so, uh, so if the Saints have breaking news at like two in the afternoon, I could theoretically hop on if I can find a dumpster in Paris. Um, but oui, oui. is there any? Is there, are there any moves left for the Saints to make that that, that wouldn't be a calamity like Joe Morgan? Past sleeping in his car and getting a DUI. Oh, or... I think they. I, I don't think they're going to add a running back. But again, the Sonny Michelle thing, like it, it proves that they're at least looking. And and I I think they they could potentially add a running back. Otherwise, like I, I think they're pretty much set at all the positions. Uh, I don't think they need to do anything else. 
it, it is a little surprising to me that Quan Alexander's still out there. At some point, would he come back on a pathetic deal? I, I, I think Loomis would be like, sure, you want to come back if you're not the starter and we pay you a million bucks? If you just want to play and be a backup, come on and, you know, we'll see if you can make the team kind of thing. So, I mean, unless something like that happens, no, I, I think the roster is fine for now and it, it's set up the way it needs to be set up. And we'll see as camp goes, you know, a lot of times as you get into it, injuries happen or maybe there's players that you were kind of expecting to rise to the occasion and they look terrible. And, you know, th- that's where you start to get some clear answers into, oh, we really, you really do need to go get a guy here. Uh, you know, obviously they cut Jari Evans one off season and they went through training camp and through preseason. And it was clear, like, we don't have a right guard. Seattle cuts Jari Evans and the Saints say, you know what, let's bring him back. That and was the so, hilarious. So sometimes you figure that out. He counted twice on the cap, Kevin. He counted when they paid him when he was actually playing and his dead money. That was, that was hilarious. Yeah, um, that was but Kevin, else. what if the Saints, for, un, for, for good reasons, they add a running back, or an extension, or it's bad news, and and they ha- and, and Andrew has to fire up the breaking news siren. Where in Paris w- would be the funniest location for me to have to record the breaking news podcast? Like what in the, uh, in those catacomb in those catacombs where the skulls <laughs> are all over the wall? I was thinking like Moulin Rouge. You know, I was thinking like you know he's watching the Can Can. Or he's being, or he's being chased down the street by an angry mime, like swinging a baguette at him. Funny story. Uh, the Garden I, of Luxembourg. Funny story. I was in Paris, and with when I went twenty years ago for LSU study abroad, and we were out, and somebody else in the LSU abroad program got so drunk and they heckled this mime so much. The mime broke character and said something really, really angry to them in French, which I don't know, uh, and then pushed his girlfriend into a fountain. So <laughs> that's uh, that's my mime story from Paris. Wow. Like, You're going to try to recreate that, right? I mean, maybe I don't know. Like, what, what's what's a common insult in French, Andrew, that someone would yell at you? Va te faire foutre is a good one. Oh, what does that mean? Like, go fuck yourself or something? Yes, exactly. Va te faire foutre. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, we're excited. Now, this is sort of off, this is sort of not in the rundown. But before we get to, uh. The rest, you know, of, you know, it's a better one. This will be easier for you, Ralph. Just, just say encudé to a guy. Encudé. Yep. What does that mean? Uh, it just means uh, take it up the tailpipe kind of thing. You, 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 you take it up the ass, basically. Encudé. <laughs> yeah. Encudé. I'll remember that if my waiters mean to me. My- <laughs> it's kind of like it doesn't mean the same thing. It's not a direct translation, but it's kind of like. You would throw that out, and it's similar to being in London and calling someone a wanker. Um, you know, you, you throw out encudé to a guy like in the street, and you're probably getting punched in the face. French people will punch you in the face. Mm, less likely than being in London and saying wanker to someone. <laughs> you're definitely getting punched in the face if you do that in London. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So, but before we get to Kevin's love update and questions and trivia. I want to talk about, because we talked about, 
we talked about the biggest need and we talked about, um, you know, players that it's their, it's their final chance. But I want to talk about this sort of um, weird phenomenon with the people, like experts, Kevin, that they're sort of in this mode of like the Saints, they lost Sean Payton. I don't know how their offense is going to get better. He's he was an offensive genius. I don't I don't see how this offense gets any better. They lost Sean Payton. They lost Teron Armstead. I don't see how they get any better. And I feel like it's either people being obtuse experts or they really didn't watch the Saints because the Saints' offense was a disaster at points last year. Um, and I know Sean Payton was a great coach, but like. They were 32nd in passing. Like, there's nowhere to, there's literally nowhere to go but up. So, right. So, why do you think these experts are just vomiting out these talking points that, like, Sean Payton's gone, Armstead's gone? Like, I don't, I don't know how their offense is going to be better. Like, Ralph, it's, just, it's, com- it's a common issue uh, in any sort of predominantly national jur- uh, journalistic field. It's, <laughs> you get a you get a story like you get a common thread or a common talking point and you focus on that like the angle is the Saints offense floundered last year uh clearly they're they not don't even do they don't even know that yeah like that, I feel like they don't know that they just look at it and they're like the Saints went 9 and 8 the offense must have been pretty good I know the defense was great but the offense must have been pretty good they went 9 and 8 I feel like it's it's going to be they went 9 and 8 they overachieved I can't and, and they overachieved because it was Sean Payton pulling the strings how's Dennis Allen going to do this they lost Sean Payton again that goes that ties into what you said about the whole they they lost Sean Payton they lost Sean Payton again they're just going to pound that narrative until uh, until Jameis and Olave Garden and Michael Thomas and Kamara all shut it down. Like, that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, the sooner we just kind of, like, accept that and just roll forward, the better off we'll all be. It's, well, that's, a, that's the final thing before we get to other stuff, Andrew, is, like, this offense, there were stretches like the Buffalo game, even the Dallas game to a certain extent, and the Tennessee game, even though they lost – and it was close in the Atlanta game, like Atlanta and Tennessee were kind of kicking the saints ass and the saints offense didn't move the ball until Atlanta and Tennessee were like, Oh, okay. We're, we're ahead enough. You, we can play yeah. lax. And then, and then Trevor Simeon would have like brief moments of competency. Yeah. So this offense was really freaking bad at points. Like real years. bad. Yeah. And when Jameis got injured, it was even worse and it wasn't good with Jameis. Um, so- you, but, but look, Ralph, like, the media, like it's clear, the amount of disrespect that the Saints are getting in the national media this year is off the charts, and it's clear that they're all ready to bury the Saints. That they and, and look, it, it's fascinating to me that they hate Mickey Loomis's cap management. They hate the draft strategy that the Saints have. They completely ignore that the worst record the Saints have had since two thousand six is seven and nine. They completely ignore that under a myriad of injuries and, and being relocated due to a hurricane, 
And, and the number of time, basically the team had two forfeits last year due to COVID. They still went nine and eight and had a winning record despite all of that. But I think the media is so quick to attribute everything to Sean Payton and Drew Brees. That's it. Like the Saints winning games since 2006, that's all on Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Mickey Loomis has nothing to do with it. Jeff Ireland has nothing to do with it. Dennis Allen has nothing to do with it. And so I think everyone's just like, Peyton and Breeze are gone. So like all these things we hate about the Saints have nowhere to hide anymore. Because apparently it was just Breeze and Peyton that were kind of like <laughs> scotch taping and, and, you know, putting up walls where like they were making it work with these horrible strategies that would otherwise implode at their face at any time, right? So I, I think it's really interesting how the national media, despite the fact that Mickey Loomis in the league by owners, other GMs, like he's widely respected as the most shrewd, the most on top of things. But in the national media, Mickey Loomis doesn't get that credit. And they are ready to bury us. You look at all, you look at the, it's, it's, and it's not just the comments that like the Saints, you know, top five worst off seasons or Mickey Loomis's draft strategies or the, the, the salaried cap hell, it's all going to come back to roost, you know, and it, it's not even that. It's like, if you just look at the power rankings, most people have the saints in the twenties, like yeah. no one, no one wants to admit that they're any good. And so uh, again, we've got a station, we've got a channel on discord. We're keeping receipts. And I, I just want all these national folks to know, like, we're not going to forget this. We're coming for you. No, we're as coming. soon as the state season is over, if we have a winning record, if we make the playoffs, each and every single one of you, it, it's not just the nerds anymore. Oh, it's we're not waiting until the end of the year. And we're I'm coming com- for you. I'm coming as soon as Olave catches a touchdown week one. But, Kevin, I did a poor job of this rundown. I forgot about the Bill Barnwell. He wrote like 5,000 words, and he ranked the worst off seasons from 32 to 16. And then he's going to do, I guess, part two of the, the off seasons that he thought were good. He had the Saints as the fourth worst. And the thing that drove – of all the things that drove me nuts, two of, it, two of them drove me ex- practically crazy. Is One, he pretended like in 2017 the Saints amassed all these picks and traded down, and that's why they had a great draft in 2017. He just omitted the fact that they traded up for freaking Camara in the 2017 draft. You know what it is? You know, I, I think I've decided I know what it is, Ralph. Go ahead. It's that it's the fact that the cap didn't sink the Saints, right? They were 100 million over last year, and they still went nine and eight. And this year, they started the offseason 70 million over. And all these nerds, they wrote articles that when Sean Payton and Breeze leave, it's all going to tank. And the Saints are making them look bad. Mickey Loomis is fielding competitive rosters. The Saints are kicking the Bucks in the teeth at will. And they're still in the mix to make the playoffs every year. And so these articles that they wrote two, three years ago, they're not coming to fruition. And Mickey Loomis is making them look bad. And they're pissed off. Yeah. Uh, and Real quick, uh, Peter King... He's the one guy that actually likes the Saints. Surprisingly, has the Saints ranked 11th. I know. He's the one guy that's weird. And thinks they'll do better uh, this year. And and he acknowledges, you know, he's like, oh, you know, a mysterious person told me they'll miss Sean Payton more than they think. And he agrees with that. But but he also says, 
you're going to have Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, and Jarvis Landry available to catch passes. That, that you can't discount that. And he's he seems a lot more confident. Like, how weird is it that Peter King is, it's is weird. the guy it's bizarre that's, world. It's that's bizarre the world. most confident, seemingly? It's, it's bizarre just, world. That's, that's odd. You know, who, you know who it was last year instead of Michael Thomas and Olave and Jarvis Landry? It was Kevin White and Kenny Stills. <laughs> That's right. And the other thing that drove me nuts. The other thing that drove me nuts about the Barnwell column, Andrew, is he was mad at the Saints. He's like, they could have got comp picks for Armstead and Marcus Williams, but they signed Andy Dalton instead. I'm like, first, first of all, we don't know that they're not getting comp picks. Don't pretend that you understand the comp formula because no one does. All right. That's the first thing. The second thing is, hey, guys, this concludes the free version of the live stream audio show. If you want the full version, you'll need to become a patron. We need more support from the 2000 of y'all that listen to the free show every week so we can keep Thomas doing all the great stuff he does. The great content we give you guys takes time and money. Patrons get access to another 30 minutes of this episode. It's only $7 a month to get full access to the show and you can become a patron at saintshappyhour.com. We appreciate everyone who listens to Saints Happy Hour and even if you don't become a patron, please continue to enjoy the free version of the show.